Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, when it comes to retirement planning, one of the most important components is generating income to last you all through that long retirement. On today's show, how you can do this despite challenging economic conditions, and it all starts right now. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lenz is right there. And uh, we are going to have a big show today. Uh, of course, Eric, uh, president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph is a fiduciary independent uh, with Retirement Wealth as well. Always good to have you guys here and, and uh, have a fun show. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very, very well. Thanks. Eric is all well. All is hey, well. Hey. Yeah, all is great, man. It's, uh, you know, it's just another great day. This daylight savings time is like really wreaking havoc with me, but. Um... Yeah, I see, yeah, my dog too. <laughs> That's oh, any really? consolation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dog gets confused, you know. Yeah. I usually eat now. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're not getting up now? What That's do you mean? true. The stomach is off. Your yeah. sleep is off. You know, it's like, yeah. And I, you know, and it's like, I'm really trying to figure out, you know, fall ahead spring back all that stuff because i'm really trying to always figure out for a little while no, fall back spring ahead oh okay see yeah. there you go yeah uh vice versa versa vice uh i can't get them right so the thing is is that uh you know i'm always trying to figure out what time is it really you know for like the next week and then oh, you yeah. get over it you know but yeah the only thing is, I will say this, my buddy lives in Maine, and it starts to get dark at like 315 mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least we still have like, you know, it's not as good, but it's still pretty light out until well yeah i mean exactly well you're not here i mean we're a little bit north of you and so yeah yeah we get we get dark by five when i grew up um you know in the middle of uh, northern minnesota it was dark by you're right three thirty four o'clock yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i mean talk about depressing oh my gosh yeah (laughs) i mean upstate new york it's like your day was over oh yeah everything was pitch black yep exactly so, well, one of the things we're talking about here is, um, you know, generating income is something we talk about every week. And there are certainly some ways that we can do that. And, you know, you get to that financial red zone and sort of figuring out where that income comes from. Let's set this up with uh, with a couple of sound bites. And, and we're going to start with um, Campbell Harvey. He's a professor of finance at Duke University. He was on Squawk Box talking about the Fed's inflation fight and uh, pr- to provide some historical context to offer perspective regarding the economic forecast in the year ahead. Recession at this point is a self-inflicted wound. If you look at what's happening, the tightening is very severe and it's not just a short rate going up so quickly. It's the long rate too. Uninversions happened before recessions, the last four recessions. But in this particular episode, the long rate has gone up and the long rate is very damaging. It increases the cost of capital, makes it difficult for businesses to invest. It craters the housing market with mortgages at 8%. This caused implications and indeed our financial system so our banks are taking a hit right now all of this points to weakness in 2024 hmm seems rather pessimistic at times yeah sure does i mean so the bottom line is when you look at history um when you take a look at the day that they stop raising rates from a historical standpoint the day that they stop raising rates you're looking at a, a small to mild recession in about 11 months so if you know and, and I, i've said this before 
um, this exact same thing. So the bottom line is, is that, you know, I think 2024 could be pretty good, but what's going to happen is you could see a recession or um, some sort of a pullback in the economy about that 11th month in. So the thing is, is that so right now you still have two months left of this year, plus you're going into next year. So now what we have to focus on is, OK, how can I ramp up my portfolio and get through a recession? Right. And he is correct about housing right now. Housing is actually the you know, they count the number of days a home has been on, on the market and the the amount of days that the home has been sitting on the market is increasing. It's starting to get longer. You also see where they're putting real estate for sale signs in the yard. You haven't seen that in years. You, you could drive by, you know, 100 houses and 30 of them could be for sale. You don't know that because they sell so damn fast. So now all of a sudden you can see where things are starting to change. People are not interested in having a seven and a half to an 8% uh, interest rate. So those will eventually have to come down a little bit, but we're not even close to that. Sure. Well, and uh, so for a different perspective, we're going to uh, call on Jeremy Siegel, a professor emeritus of finance, University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business. Uh, he's talking about the, the latest market trends, rising treasury yields and and, and a little more. I, I was looking at the deal. We're, you know, we're 10% off the low. We just entered correction territory uh, for the S&P. We did, did it a few days earlier for NASDAQ. We're 15% off of that October low of last year. And I went back 50 years. And if that October low holds, which I very strongly believe that it will, returns in the market over the next one, two, five, ten 10 years are very, very good. In other words, if you can invest 50 percent off of a bear market low which is what we had a year ago your subsequent returns have exceeded the market by quite a margin what are your thoughts yeah he's absolutely right and i agree with this jeremy siegel is brilliant and i've i've been following him for over 20 years now and he is very bullish on this market um he's like look there's going to be some headwinds here and there but he's been very bullish on this market for quite some time and so i do see where a lot of things that are happening you know you have you know obviously the the um conflict in israel is not good um uh China is a complete mess. Uh, they have two companies that absolutely filed for bankruptcy. Their economy is not that great. So for them to go invade Taiwan, it may still happen, but it's not going to help them, right? And, and we can see that happening in Russia right now. Um, but my point is, is that Asia remains uninvestable still at this point. So there's a lot of worldwide money that will go into our domestic markets. You know, you take a look at a lot of opportunities that, that are still here that are still very inexpensive. And so, again, there's been a huge pullback in the market as of lately. Um, things are ramping up, and, and I still think that there's some great places to be. And again, if you're really worried about inflation, this is where you want to take advantage of that. You know, so many people have been panicked about the recession that was supposed to happen last year or even this year that never really happened. Now, where are they? Not in a very good position, more than likely. So what we're trying to do is say, look, let's ramp up now and we will have a recession down the road. There's no doubt about it, but let's do something about it now. Sure. And, and what are some things that we can do? 
Well, I mean, when you look at the portfolio, you want to be looking at how relevant your positions are depending on what's going on in the actual market. And if okay. we actually think about what Campbell Harvey had said, right, because we know that the market actually moves ahead of the economy itself. So when we look at last year, we had a massive down year, right? The NASDAQ down 33% in 2022, the S&P 500 down over 18% in 2022. But then we look at the economy and we still have yet to get into that recession, right? And that's there's a purpose for that. It's because the market does move ahead of the economy and the market also prices things in. So when people are talking about, oh, but interest rates are going to go up or they're going to go down and how that's going to affect the market. Well, whenever the Fed gets on that stand and you know they start saying their projections for things, the reason the market moves so much is because it's pricing in all the expectations for what's to come. Right. So sure. when when Jeremy Powell gets up there and says, well, you know, we actually want to raise rates a little bit. The market takes a dip. Right. Because everybody's like, oh, well, we thought things were going to go. You know, rates were going to start going down. And then when he gets gets up there and says, oh, well, actually, we're, we're going to hold off and, and wait a little bit. And we might actually have a, a point or two drop, let's say the market's going to go through the roof. Right. And that's because it's constantly pricing things in. So it's important to remember that the economy and the stock market are not. 100% correlated at the exact same time. Sure. If that makes sense. So no, it things, does are gonna, make sense. things are going to move quicker in the market and much further ahead than they do in the economy. So even if we're technically going through a recession, you could still have a very bullish stock market. Yeah. Look at 2020. I mean, S&P 500 still did 18.57 and you had a recession right in the middle of that. Wow. Well, I mean, and again, you know, that becomes how, how we view our own risk and, and risk tolerance, right? Um, let's hear from Jim Cramer. He kind of rounds things out here. He's talking about uh, his outlook for the uh, e emotional investor out there, and that, that can be a problem. I'm always telling you that nobody ever made a dime panicking. <laughs> Because the market does a very poor job of taking care of sellers who want to exit all at once. In fact, sellers who exit en masse get hurt. The house of pain. Much worse than buyers who try to come in at the same time. Just like a route at a stadium, if everyone tries to leave all at once, well, you know what happens. The asymmetry is well known to professional money managers, although that might surprise you, given how often these guys come on, and come on our air to foment panic. Hey, what's that about? I also like to remind you that even in the ugliest environments, good things can happen. And that's why it's important to know your stocks and know your companies. Otherwise, I know you're going to get swept away by your emotions because that's the way people are. And if you let other people sway your emotions by their actions, you tend to sell at the bottom. Well, and again, I think from an emotional standpoint, that's why we rely on you, you know, an independent fiduciary advisor to take that emotion out of it and, you know, and just do what you do what is best. Yeah, because people, I mean, when they get emotional, they move away from strategy, they move away from planning, they move away from their emotions. And so what happens is, is that they, they just start to panic and they, they make very poor emotions. Um, it's not about managing money all the time. It's about managing emotions for a lot of our clients. And you know, what, what's really interesting about the whole inflationary thing lately is that, you know, people have come into the office in the past six months and, oh, Eric, I, I am, I am. I mean, this inflation is getting over me. I, I, I can't handle it anymore. It, it, it's so bad. And I'm like, mm, we've had inflation in check in your financial plan for the past 10 years. You're actually ahead of the curve. Like, you're, you know, we, we put in two and a half or three percent inflation in your portfolio every single year. But here's here's the point. When inflation is not an issue, people don't care. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to review it. And we're like, okay, well, I just want to let you know in this year, even though inflation is, let's say, negative 20 basis points, you're still good for the year. 
Okay, who cares? Let's move on, right? Right. Now, all of a sudden, inflation is an issue, and they think it's going to crush them in retirement. But what I'm saying is, is that it's just like Tiger Woods' dad. He used to tell him, look, you need to control your emotions up. You need to control your emotions down. And so when you have a bad time on the golf course, you have to keep that in check, just like when you did something really good. Right. And so that was something that Tiger Woods learned. And, you know, even when he still, after he lost his father, um, he still had times where he's like, I still struggle with that. Like, I get very emotional when I don't do well. But I mean, think about how driven Tiger Woods is, right? Yeah. The, the, the bottom line is, is that, you know, you can't get away from, you can't let your emotions get out of check because you have to go back to the financial plan and say, oh, okay, we've already covered this. I'm good. I can go in and I can still buy groceries this year, even though they're out of this out of this world, because for the past eight years, I've purchased groceries that were underinflated. So the bottom line is, is that there's always something in the financial plan that's going on, but it really depends on what's going on outside of there if people care about it or not. Always something. I like how you say that. We're going to have to take a break. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call, though, and we'll continue the show. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get this plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, how do you plan to withdraw your retirement income? Where do you plan to take it from? In what order? You could lose thousands upon thousands of dollars should you be withdrawing it in the wrong order. Coming up, retirement win, lose, or withdraw is next stay tuned Welcome back. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, again, the, you know, you, you kind of set the stage in the last segment, Eric, in terms of, of really just letting us think that there's, there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes that, that ultimately can influence us if we let it. Yeah, a lot. I mean... There's so many factors, and, and I think big media is one of the the biggest. Yeah, I agree. You, you know, um, so so here's a good one, kind of off the off the uh, subject a little bit. I had a client. They called me and they said, "Hey, Eric, can you check out this one stock? It has a very high dividend. Not even going to mention the dividend on the radio because it was so ridiculously high." So I look it up, and it does pay out this dividend, right? Mm -hmm. But it only paid it out once in eight years. So normally the actual dividend was about three and a half percent less than what he saw. And then I took a look at it compared to the S&P 500 and you actually would have lost money over the past five years. So in other words, the chart is literally going down. It's paying you a little bit of a dividend. But if you lose, let's just say if you lose 6% in stock price, but then they're paying you a 6% yield, 
it, six plus minus six is zero, right? right. It doesn't make sense. Yep. But on TV, what he wrote me back, he's like, Eric, you got to see this because on TV, they're telling you people are losing out. They're not getting this dividend from this stock. And he got all excited. He's like, well, there's the answer. That's the answer to my portfolio. And so then I showed him the other dividend stocks that we had in there that were significantly different than his. And he's like, well, I'm glad I have those over that one. I said, to be honest with you, I said that one never would have even come up on our radar. And he's like, I understand. So the thing is, is that big media really does play a role in our decisions and the way that we think about things. And and really, I don't turn on the, I don't turn on the news. I it's like. And it seems like when I do turn it on, it's the same BS that I heard three days ago. And so, you know, like I said, if there's not a big story out there, they have to make something out of nothing. And that that's what their job is. And so, you know, and, and I'm I'm part of the media, right? I mean, right. we have a radio show. We have a TV show. We are part of the media. Here I am. But, you know, if you take a look at anything that we have, I think that we're very real, genuine and down to earth because that's how we want people to see us. You know, we, we want to be real to people and, you know, not giving all this uh, crap out there that doesn't even exist. It's sure. just, you know. Well, and again, so we get into this whole win-lose draw. I like what you said at the beginning. How, how do we know? Because I think as we, as we move through and get closer to retirement, we've been a good saver. There's a lot going on. How do we know what we take from first? And, and again, that's where putting that plan together comes into play. Well, and, and I'm going to let Joseph take this over. But the one thing that I want to say is how many people out there do not have an income plan? You have no idea. You're going into a retirement that's going to last you 15, 20, maybe even 30 years long. And you don't have an income plan. Like you don't even understand where things are going to be down the road. Like where am I going to get actually get my money from? So when we go through this, I want viewers and listeners out there to really think about how much they have not prepared for retirement, how much they have not looked at an income plan, how many times they've talked with an advisor and they never brought up any kind of income plan that they can actually take a look at. So Joseph, take over. Yeah, I mean, this comes down to sequence of returns and not really having any type of income strategy in place for yourself. So we know there's going to be ups and downs in the market within your investments. And so when we can actually put out and build out that income plan for you, we can show you all the different streams of income that are available to you and even ones that we can turn on and off depending on what the market is doing and what's going to be the most advantageous for your situation to earn you the highest rate of return to keep that money alive. Because, you know, when we deal with a sequence of returns, this is really what sequence of returns is all about. Because in years of the market is down, when you're pulling money from that account, it's like you're compounding losses, right? So when the market is down, especially like a 2022, and you're still pulling money from that same account that you're invested in, it's almost like you're realizing those losses, as people like to say, right? You're not allowing that money that you're pulling out to ever really get back to that other point where it needs to be. It doesn't really recover because you're officially pulling that money from that account. However, if you actually go ahead and build out an income plan, build out strategies for yourself or different places that you can pull money from, maybe a different account that you can turn on income from during a downward market, maybe something that's not directly tied to the market, 
Now you can actually give your market invested account a chance to fully recover, right? Get back to where it was. And when you start looking at sequence of returns, there's many charts you can look at, but you can see where there's you know, it can be two different accounts that are valued at the same amount, but depending on when you pull those withdrawals, even though they're the same amount of withdrawals over time, depending on when you pull them to what the market is doing, one account can last years longer than others. Yeah. Well, I just talk about that, uh, Joseph. You know, what comes to mind is something that you say regularly and that we have to be flexible in our retirement plan and our income plan because things have to shift around. And, and that's really what you're talking about here. Yeah, we've said it on the show before, but it was Chris Rock who said, you know, wealth is not about having a lot of possessions. It's about having a lot of options. Right. right. And we always hear, thing, you know, um, average millionaire has between seven and eight streams of income. And there's a reason for that, right? Some streams of income might be down in years where others are up, but it's always constantly hedging the market depending on what it's doing. And if we know that the market is going to be down in some years, right? We know that, you know, we're not sitting on here saying that we're complete optimists about the future and that we're always going to have only green years. It's just not true. So if we know that information, then what can we do about it and actually to order in order to benefit people in retirement to make those accounts last longer? And that's where income planning really comes into play. Folks, 800-779-1942 is the number to call. Let's talk about uh, withdrawing from maybe our 401k or an IRA. And when do we do that? Is it before RMDs, after RMDs? How do we deal with all of that? I mean, you know, if you need the income before RMDs, it's not like it's going to destroy your retirement. Okay, right? all right. But a lot of situations uh, come where people may have enough income to where they don't have to pull money out of their 401ks, or like we just talked about, they have other options to pull from instead of pulling from that 401k before they really are required to. Now, you can also get into the you know the discussion where, well, if you don't pull it out of that RMD, if you don't pull it now from there, it's just going to continue to grow. And we've talked about taxes before where tax rates are headed. We know they're headed up, right? With the debt that we're in, in this country, tax rates are sunsetting in 2025. We know that they're going to be going to a higher rate. So we can actually now focus on converting maybe some of that money into Roth money now while we take income from other accounts. And then we're actually doing tax planning as well. Okay, that, that makes sense as well. And, and so let's talk about um, withdrawing from a Roth account. When do we do that? Yeah, so typically, whenever we're dealing with a Roth account, you want to look at it as your tax-free cushion for yourself, right? Kind of like the, the end all of where you have to pull money from. Try to pull from any source before you have to pull from a Roth, simply because the more interest that account earns, the better off you're going to be because all the interest that account is earning, all those earnings are going to be tax-free. So if you can allow that account to sit on the sidelines and get that compound interest on it, you're actually it's going to be the most beneficial for you because that just means more and more tax tax-free dollars for yourself. All right. Well, I like the sound of that. 800-779-1942. So we're talking about win, lose, or draw. And I mean, again, obviously, we want to be winners in retirement. And that's one of the things that you can help us achieve. Yeah. I mean, to know if you're going to be a winner or a loser or anything, it's just like going to war, right? You have to have some sort of strategy or some sort of game plan in place, right? The market is ever so changing. If you don't have any type of plan or strategy in place, either one, your emotions are going to get the best of you, and you're not going to know exactly where you're at throughout those years, right? So even if, if, if you're prior to retirement right now, you need to have a plan that gets you to that point of retirement to know that you're going to be okay. But the plan doesn't stop there, right? No. Even when you're in retirement, you should still have that ongoing relationship with your advisor that's showing you, okay, even if you're five or 10 years deep into retirement, you need to constantly be making sure that you're making the correct moves for you to not outlive that money. Well, it's their lifestyle too. Nobody wants to lose their lifestyle. And you know, you get... Uh, you get hooked 
on a certain lifestyle and you don't want to lose that. And so there's a lot of people that say, hey, you know what, we're traveling a lot more. We're doing this, we're doing that. And, you know, a lot of times they want to make sure that their lifestyle is still in check. Sure. Well, and again, that's that you're right. We we want that lifestyle and we need to achieve that. And if we work, you know, and, and put together the right plan and make adjustments when they need to be made, then we can achieve that. Yeah. And to go back to inflation, you know, we, we kind of ran this thing at, at 65 years old. Let's just say that a couple needs 70 grand in retirement. All right. In five years at two and a half percent rate of return. That seventy grand now you need seventy nine thousand one hundred ninety eight dollars. Now, for all the people that really care about inflation, all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like when there's a, an NFL team that has like won the Super Bowl last year. Now that person's going to follow that soup that that team because they won the Super Bowl. Ah, it's my team now, right? Right. <laughs> They're a bunch of winners, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same with, thing with inflation. Now that inflation's a big deal, I, I'm following inflation. It's a big deal. It here. is. Yep. It's mm -hmm. a big deal. You know, I didn't care about it for nine years ago, but yeah. now I care about it. I'm a Kansas it. City fan now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to have to wrap it up. Let's invite folks to call. Remind folks how they can get in touch. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, Joseph. 800-779-1942. There is no cost, no obligation for you to get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of, well, high fees or commissions that you're not aware of. What about future tax implications? And how much income can you securely generate from your retirement savings once you get into retirement? Call and find out. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, our third Session on planning for retirement income, how we begin and where, what do we do first? When we come back, we're going to outline these questions to ask and answer as you begin all the important retirement and income planning. Stick around. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lanza's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth. He's an author. Joseph is a fiduciary independent alongside Eric. And uh, I like this. We've been talking all about income because that really is the cornerstone of a solid retirement plan. Right. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, we've had people that have emailed me after a show and they're like, Eric, it's pretty simple. This is what you do. This is my retirement plan. And I figured this out in about an hour and I'm fine for the rest of my life. What's so difficult? And I read that email and I was like, well, good for you. And then I thought about it some more and I stewed over it and I stewed over it. And I'm like, hmm, that's your situation that you control. What happens when you have a couple come in that all of a sudden they have a disabled daughter that they have to take care of for the rest of their life. And they're trying to figure out how to take care of this person. And 
They're also trying to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. What if you have a couple who calls you in their late 80s whose portfolio has dwindled down to nothing because of poor money management? Well, that would be a very sad tale. And I've seen it. Have you really? We've seen it time and again. You know, what happens when all of a sudden the medical bills have gone through the roof and you've saved and you've sacrificed for your long retirement and now all of a sudden the medical bills are taking over and you're not so sure about your retirement. That's what I wrote back to him. How many times that Donna and I have spent hours and hours and hours revamping financial plans and income plans for someone because their situation has turned for the worst. So the thing is, is income planning seems pretty simple and maybe for one person it is, but when you have so many different scenarios going on, and you have so many obstacles out there that people are trying to get over, you realize maybe it's not as easy as I thought it was. Right. And, and you know, we're talking about answering some questions that we that I'm sure, well, that can help us, you know, understand that income. And I like this question. What is your budget, including taxes? How often does the average person think about that? Not very often. I mean, that that's one of the things that we ask is, how much you spend on an annual basis? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I could figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is that if they sit there and they're like, well, you know, my car payments, you know, $450 and then I got, you know, Xfinity and I got my cell phone bill. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to throw this number out there. I, I, I can promise you that that number is going to be off by a good 20%. I mean, you know, we forget how much Amazon shows up at our front door. We forget <laughs> yes, how much we, we do. DoorDash or, or whatever it may be. Um, you have a boat. Well, you have fuel, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about all the fuel I put in that boat. So it's all these things that, you know, that really add up. And so the bottom line is, is that there's a lot of people who really don't truly understand how much they spend. And so the thing is, is that when they go into retirement, what you have to think about is if you had to write one check to cover all of your monthly expenses, how much would that one check be? Yeah. And that's what you really have to figure out. And that's a number that you can help us come up with. Yeah. All right. And then, so what about legacy plans? When do we decide to put that in the plan? Is that from the very beginning? Yeah, it has to be. Because, I mean, we're thinking about legacy planning. Even if, you know, we do financial triage, we want to take care of you and your spouse first, making sure that your retirement is going to be fit for your needs and making sure that you do not outlive that money. Then we take a look at the legacy for kids, grandkids, any type of wishes that you may have. And the reason that we look at that so early is because as far as taxes go and even the investment side of things, the earlier you can start putting something in place, the better you're going to be down the line, right? So trying to put together a, a legacy plan or build out uh, whatever type of investment it is for your kids or your grandkids when you're in your late 80s or early 90s. Well, you know, if we look back and think about the opportunity cost of, oh, if I started this for my kids when I was in my early 60s, mm -hmm. right? That's almost 30 years of investment time. Right. And whether it's actual investment performance or whether it's, you know, managing the taxes and making sure that we're transferring that wealth in the most tax efficient way, whatever it may be, oftentimes the earlier that we can put those things in place, it's going to be better off for that client and for the beneficiary that's inheriting it. Sure. And then when we talk about um, 401k or IRA and RMDs. When do we need to really concern ourselves with that? I mean, obviously, at 73 at this point, but if we're, you know, for a few years into retirement, we're staring mm -hmm. at RMDs, how does that factor in? Yeah, no matter how old somebody is when they come in and we build out this income plan for them, 
their income plan is going to go for the rest of their life. Okay. Right. So we're yep. constantly thinking about that. So we're already calculating that and factoring that into the plan. And not only like Eric said, thinking about the taxes on your budget. So we're factoring in the taxes that are going to be pulled from those required minimum distributions as well. And this is we, we do this because this is a part of tax planning where you're having to look in the future and think about what is your taxable situation going to be like then. And if it's not good, right, in layman's terms, what can we do about it now in order to make it look better, right? Mm -hmm. Can we do Roth conversions? Can we move some money around in order to either hedge those RMDs or possibly deplete that IRA and converting it into a Roth to not have to pay those RMDs on there? So RMDs are going to be ran and calculated on anybody, no matter what point they are in retirement. Well, and if we don't need that money, and, and fortunately, if, if a lot some folks don't need that money from the RMD, there are ways that you can, you know, avoid the tax, not avoid it, but I mean, you know, you can contribute to a, a a charity. Right. Yeah. A qualified charitable distribution. It. Um, it's one that you can do that's going to you know, not make you pay taxes on that amount that is going in there. Um, and there's other things that you may have to pay taxes on, but you can still use your RMDs in a strategic way uh, in order to even do some gift giving or transfer to generational wealth as well. So, Eric, you said near the beginning of the show, uh, you, gave, you related a story about a high dividend or a dividend paying stock and how much this dividend was. So is that is that a path we should walk down or is at least should we talk about that? Well, I mean, I, I like dividend paying stocks. When people try to look into high dividend paying stocks, uh -huh. so that's kind of where it gets to be an issue because I mean, you know, you, you want to make sure that the that the stock price is going to be pretty stable. Um, you, you know, and, and again, another good one is uh, AT&T. I mean, you can see AT&T how if you take a look at their five-year chart, there's a lot of decline in that, in that uh, chart. And what happens is, so you're losing stock uh, value, but then you're also getting paid a dividend. They kind of cancel each other out. I mean, that's been going on with AT&T forever. Um, and so a, t a lot of times you've got to pay attention to those. And remember, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're really looking to accumulate and grow, uh, sometimes there's not a lot of alpha to a dividend paying stock. So you want to be aware of the growth and the value that you have in the portfolio and make sure that you understand what your what your true goal is. What What is your ideal portfolio look like and what is the reason for that? And there's a lot of people that don't think about why have I built this portfolio this way and so um, that I think that that's really crucial as well sure 800-779-1942 and when it comes to um, the equity in our home a lot of folks you know pay that mortgage and, and they're paying and paying and paying and they suddenly realize hey, I've got a ton of equity as I get close to retirement what should I do with that yeah so it's interesting just uh, this past week I actually had a client come in and he takes care of all the finances. Okay. His wife doesn't want to have anything to do with them. They have no children. She's like, as long as we get to leave, live our lifestyle, that's all I care about. And so um, basically he came in and he's like, honestly, I want to talk about a reverse mortgage on my house. He's like, in another five years, I really don't care. You know, like we don't have kids. I have nobody to leave it to. He goes, if that can enhance my lifestyle and I can stay in that home, he goes, I, I'm, I'm up for listening about that. And I, I'll, I'll never forget, we talked about him a little bit. There was a gentleman that had came in from out of town. He's like, hear me out. I do reverse mortgages, but they're nothing like what they used to be. And actually, it was pretty cool because, you know, you can borrow against your house. And if you want to keep the house for the family or do whatever, you can actually pay off what they paid you out. 
So it's not like you're guaranteed to lose the house. That's not necessarily true. Okay. But um, so, I mean, I'm just saying that there are other sources of income out there. Uh, we also have another client that has two homes and they're like, honestly, the second home, I could do a reverse mortgage on it late in life and I don't really care. So you got to remember that there are different options out there for people. Um, you just want to understand where that income is going to be forever. And as we uh, sort of wind our way through this and uh, this segment, what about long-term care? I know that's a lengthy discussion, but uh, how do we address that, you know, just health care and long-term care? Yeah, long-term care and health care is something that you obviously have to put into the income plan, right? Because somebody, like Eric said, if somebody's creating their own financial plan, they might say, well, here's how much I spend now you know, on my expenses. And if I run this out, even with inflation, I look like I'm going to be fine, right, with how much assets I've put to the side. Well, when you throw a long-term care into a plan like that, more than likely, a lot of them are going to be completely depleted of assets because long-term care is extremely expensive. Healthcare inflation is normally more than double of ordinary goods inflation. Uh, so when you run that out to if somebody was retiring at 65 and they're not going to need any type of long-term care, and obviously these are all projections and variables, but if they're not going to need long-term care until 80 or 85, you're looking at 15 or 20 years down the line with almost double inflation on that. You have to have a good amount, a good chunk of assets put to the side in order to take care of that expense. Um, and the big thing, like I said, is we don't know when that's going to happen, right? We do know that for a couple, more than likely, one of them is going to go through a long-term care experience, but we don't know how long it's going to last and we don't know when exactly it's going to happen. So we have to run some different scenarios and variables in that plan to show them, okay, at this age, if something happens, you're covered. If we, Even if it happens later on, you're covered here. You have to make sure you're covering all your bases. Do you find people are really scared about that, that factor that it, it could happen? I mean, if it's a couple, you know, chances are one of the other is going to need that. Yeah, and I think that they're also scared that, you know, they don't want to be subject to a home either, right? They don't want to oh, be right. sending their spouse off to another facility. Um, more than likely, a lot of the clients that we deal with, they want to be able to see that their assets are enough in order to hire somebody to come into their own home, take care of them in that comfort, right? Sure. And still with their spouse. All right. And it is a very freeing feeling when you show somebody, hey, you've done a good enough job. Do you have the right amount of assets? If we make these uh, correct moves here, we can actually put you in a where you are going to be able to afford that type of long-term care. Well, I like the way that sounds. And uh, folks, if you like the way that sounds, now would be the time to give us a call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Here it is, your opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true, practical financial review that Joseph just described. It's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are now, but more importantly, Importantly, it becomes that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be. So, in short, you've got nothing to lose. 800-779-1942. 
800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lanz is right there. And I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a fun show today. Lots of good stuff. We talked a lot about income today, guys. And, and that really is what a, a successful retirement is all about, is that, that cash flow, that income. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, like I said, I mean, no matter who, they want to know where their money's coming from. Right. And it's interesting, too. You know, you'll, you'll have a lot of people say, I don't really care about money. I don't really think about money. Well, that's not true, right? I mean, we, we always think about where we're going to go eat. Oh, that restaurant's delicious. Well, what does it take? It takes money to go there. You want to go on trips. You want to travel. You want to take care of your kids. Um, that all has to do with money. And so it has to do with your lifestyle. So it means that in a roundabout way, you do care about money. You're just intimidated by money. And so that that's really what we're looking at. Is that really the case? Do you think we're intimidated by money? We're scared of it? I think people are intimidated. They're overwhelmed. They get emotional about money. Um, and it's all how we were raised about money. You know, how we were introduced to money. Um, were we controlled by money? Did we have money? Do we did we come into money? Then did we lose money? Um, you know, rags to riches, riches to rags. Um, you know, and, and uh, my my family. I mean, both my parents were hard workers, but I mean, you know, we didn't want for anything. But I mean, we certainly weren't rich by any means. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah. we were pretty American middle class. You know. Uh, family. Um, but, you know, I also understood, you know, that you had to work for, you know, whatever you wanted. And um, so, yeah. Right. And, and again, that's that really is, I think, where we all are. Uh, folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-779-1942. And uh, let's see, let's jump into a couple of questions here. Josie is in Englewood. Uh, she's wondering, I'm 49 years old. I made $300,000 last year. And I only have 506000 in my retirement plan at work. My partner's on disability, doesn't have a job, does not have a 401k. I wanted to open a Roth IRA, but I'm not sure if I qualify. What options do I have to save more money for retirement? Yeah, so for qualification on that Roth IRA, because she makes $300,000, even though she is married, if she is married filing jointly, the limit, I believe, is a little bit over $220,000. So if you make over that, you can't contribute to a Roth. Mm -hmm. Now, with the SECURE Act 2.0, there is a lot more 401k. She said that she has that you know, $506,000 in her retirement plan. There's a lot more 401k's retirement plans that are offering Roth options. So what she can do is at work have the election be made to where her contributions and the employer's contributions will go into a Roth 401k instead of a ordinary 401k. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can actually put more money into that Roth 401k than you can an outside Roth IRA that you would open on your own. Um, so if she's 49 years old, once she gets to 50, actually, the employee can put in $30,000 a year just themselves, mm -hmm. not even including what the employer puts in. So at 49, with 506,000 saved, then that, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good start, isn't it? It is, and this is where, but it always depends on somebody's lifestyle, right? So if, if she's making $300,000, how much of that would be disposable income? You have to look at that as okay, well, sure. right? Because if she says, you know, there's not much disposable income at the end of the year after taxes and whatnot, then maybe they're spending, you know, 200 grand a year. 
And right. so you have to factor that in where you say, oh, well, now $506,000 doesn't really sound like that much when you're spending 200 grand a year. Aha, I see. Right? So and this is where people come in and they say, I, I feel, you know, I don't feel wealthy, right? Because of the amount that I have compared to my lifestyle. Because a lot of times it's not really about the numbers on the page. It's about the percentages for, well, you know, when you think about how much your lifestyle is actually costing you compared to what you have saved. Sure. Oh, well, you make us think there, Joseph. 800-779-1942. Josie, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, let's see, Al, or as uh, Eric says, AI. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Al says, I'm a little bit torn about how to approach my retirement planning. On one hand, I want to really understand all the details about my plan, but I've talked to a couple of financial advisors who act like I should just let them handle all the details. Am I being a control freak by wanting to know everything that's going on? No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I think our best clients are the ones that really get into the financial plan, that really get into the income plan, that really understand the portfolio strategy. Those are really the ones that are really paying attention to what's going on with inflation, with interest rates, with the economy, with pullbacks in the market, with the volatility in the market, with everything that's going on. And they're like, okay, and they're paying attention to the probability of success. Remember, I've said this a million times, but the financial plan is actually running a thousand different scenarios. And so we have to pay attention to those. And so the person, you know, you're, you're, you're certainly not a control freak because you, you want to know what's going on. The biggest people that don't do well in retirement are the people who just, you know, their advisor tells them all the time, oh, you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know that? Yeah, how do you, you know? know? You, you know, you want that. And that's what I talked about earlier is you want to have accountability. So... Yeah. So, again, those who want to know more, you know, that really makes for a better client, I'm guessing. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that come into our office and they're like, I'm not happy. I don't know what's going on. Right. And, uh-huh. and th- so that's the that's the part where, you know, they they ask their advisor a lot of things, but no one's really having any real answers. That's not that's not a good thing. Sure. All right, Al, give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. That's the number to call. And uh, let's see, Rick has a question. Rick says, can you explain the living benefit on life insurance? I never thought of life insurance as anything but a death benefit. So I'm curious, how does this work? Yeah, so a lot of people think of it just as that, right? Just that death benefit. And a lot of people think about, you know, get term insurance that has no cash value to it. And it's just in case they pass, it's going to go to their spouse or whoever beneficiary they have. Um, But there is a a rise in this where people are using life insurance now for that cash value. A very popular thing that people are doing is what's called an IUL or an index universal life policy, where Somebody actually takes out a universal life policy where they have a set amount of years with a set amount of premium, and you can see the projections on what your cash value is actually going to be in that life insurance policy. And then whenever any withdrawals are made or payments are made to that individual, those are actually considered tax-free under Section 7702 in the IRS code where any proceeds from life insurance are tax-free. Okay. Right, So it can be a very powerful tool, especially to someone even like Josie that we talked about where yeah. they're making more money than, you know, they can afford to put into a Roth because they're over the limit. Well, the IUL is coming, you know, is being termed as the rich man's Roth or in this case, the rich woman's Roth, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're making too much, you can't afford to put into the Roth IRA. Well, there's different strategies you can put into place now. And then on top of that, if something happens to you, you know, during that time that you're even paying into that IUL, well, then you have a massive tax 
uh, or death benefit on there that's going to be received tax-free by your beneficiary as well. Um, so it is becoming a lot more popular, and there's a lot of uh, strategies you can use, especially for transfers of generational wealth with the IUL. And that's there's also a long-term care benefit to it as well. Um, so in the recent years, they've attached, you can actually utilize the death benefit as a long-term care benefit while you're still living. So a lot of key people that are worried about medical issues, long-term care issues, there is also is a component of that. So if written correctly, and we take over a lot of these, or we implement a lot of these, I actually have one personally, and I love it. It's it's one of the biggest pieces of my retirement. It's a very powerful tool. But again, it has to be built correctly, structured correctly, and also put into the financial plan and the income plan to see if it, it will be beneficial for you. Well, this seems like, especially if you're a high earner, that, that uh, the IUL, the, the Index Universal Life, really seems to a great way, a great direction to go to cover so much ground and and covers a lot of what ifs in there yeah it's like the swiss army knife of investing um it's exactly why i have it um i can no longer contribute to a normal roth ira but now i can sock away money in there so i can actually control if i want to take money out of it if i want to borrow against it if something does happen to me there is a a large death benefit on there but it also creates a tax-free stream of income in retirement so the bottom line is if you're looking for like a tax-free pension this may possibly be a good opportunity for you but i will tell you this you want to first exhaust all of your roth options first before you even look into this okay well i mean again i think that's great it's a great way to look at things. And, and folks, if you're interested in that, now would be a time to give us a call, 800-779-1942. Rick, you're among those. We'd love to hear from you. And, in fact, let's go ahead and wrap this up for today. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you for listening, and thank you so much for all the positive feedback that we get from you on a regular basis. We appreciate all the phone calls, and we're looking forward to meeting you. If you're out there and you've been listening to us for a while, pick up the phone, give us a call today. Let's get that second opinion. Let's get that income plan or that financial plan done. If you have questions about your current portfolio and all the market volatility, Give us a call today. You can pick up the phone. We'll answer it. Let's get you scheduled. Let's do a personal financial blueprint. More than likely, you'll know more about your portfolio than ever before. If you're looking for ways to turbocharge your retirement income, let's write you an income plan and see where that takes you. Let's see where that leads you. Let's see what you're trying to accomplish. Let's see if we can make those goals much more attainable in a shorter amount of time. So again, if if you're listening, please give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. That sounds great, Eric. That's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances at no cost and no obligation. We'll find out things like how much risk you're taking. What about red flags that might be a problem for you? Do you really know what you're paying in fees or commissions? How about tax liabilities? And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, just call us 800-779-1942. Make that call today while you're thinking of it. 800-779-1942. Joseph, Eric, always a pleasure. My favorite hour of the week. It goes by really quick, and I love the conversation. It really does. Hey, everybody, great show today. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Joseph. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Go Dolphins. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. 
Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.